You take COVID seriously, but being safe isn't always comfortable. That's why we started MaskLink. MaskLink with a Y. Each stylish designer mask features eco-dry fabric to cool your face and features high-Q ViroBlock technology, making MaskLink 99.997% effective at reducing the risk of COVID. Order at MaskLink.com. That's M-A-S-K-L-Y-N-K.com. Order now with code FAM30 to save up to 30%. FAM30, short for family. F-A-M is in Mary, 30. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode 134, Flirting with Disaster. That's right, Flirting with Disaster, because we got some stories about the natural disasters coming your way tonight with the returning Juice, which is myself, and Sretton the Savage, and Bruiser Bodie. By the way, good job last week, guys. Thank you. Thank you for everybody, uh, everybody that downloaded and listened and watched on YouTube. And speaking of that, if you're watching right now, hit like, hit subscribe, share it with your friends, ring the little bell so you get all the notifications when we uh, drop some hot new content. And be sure to leave us a rating and review on any podcasting platform. So now that that is out of the way, I'd like to introduce you to a friend of mine. Uh, he's all the way down in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia, dust the road country. His name is Kevin Brown. I met this man uh, when our kids were playing football together. We were sitting on the sidelines, and real quick, uh, just a little quick backstory. We just—I forgot how it even came up, but yeah, we just, just started talking you got about a wrestling. Big mouth and you talk to everybody around <laughs> yeah. you. I do. Well, and I started talking some wrestling, and then Kevin like spewed out some fucking like old school shit, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been watching that since like the late late seventies, going into early eighties. Yes. So, so getting into that, because this is one of the things I love about this show is being able to not only bring on actual talent and people involved in the business, but like passionate fans like myself and, and Bodie and like Sretton's trying to learn how to fucking pretend to be. Um, <laughs> try. I, I love bringing guys like that on the show because it's, it's cool, you know, and like how I have the, you're part of the group, the Juice Pro Wrestling Universe on Facebook, mm -hmm. the JP Wu, which is a place everybody needs to check out if you're on Facebook. Um, it's just cool to hear other stories and experiences from other fans, man. You know, we've all had uh, grew up different, went through experienced professional wrestling in different ways. And uh, we've had cool stories about, you know, maybe meeting some of these guys and girls yeah. and stuff. And uh, when we talked uh, a week ago, you, you had an awesome story, man. So but before we get into that, kind of take us back, Kevin, into like, you know, I know you said like late 70s and stuff. What were you watching and how did you get into it? Okay, how I got into wrestling. Uh, my grandmother, you know, God rest her soul. Hell yeah. Um, on my mom's side, 
she was a big, big, big time wrestling fan, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, used, I used to go in there, I see her watching it, and I try to turn the channel. She'll throw a shoe at me and say, Don't be turning at me. <laughs> What's that Eddie Murphy thing? Remember that? Oh, it's, <laughs> it's my house. <laughs> that was that was her thing, watching wrestling and wrestling and the Cubs. That was her thing, <laughs> you know. I'm a White Sox fan, sorry Me about too. that. But, but Me too. she was a Cub fan, and she loved wrestling. And I, used, I grew up watching wrestling with her. I mean, she's still about, it was back when uh, Jake the Snake, she used to talk about Jake the Snake, uh, Bruiser Brody, Peek, all, the, all those guys. I, I, the AWA were wrestling and all. My grandma, she's from she's from Louisiana. She's we were. She brought us up in Gary, Indiana, but she's from Louisiana, Shreveport. I remember one time when we went down, it was our family reunion. Family reunion. I had a. Uh, it was a wrestling event. My very first wrestling event I attended, and I was like, "Oh man, a real live, real, you know, real wrestling event." So I'm, I'm, I'm attending this thing. I'm a little kid. I'm just about ten years old, 10, 11 years old at that time. That that was that was a heck of a car. I mean, because at that time, you know, you would think like, "Oh, he's." I mean, they they were just some of them were just getting their name paved through the way, but. But you think about this, it was Dr. Death, Stevie, Steve Williams, he was on that yeah. card. Uh, Midnight Express. Nice. The old, the old Midnight Express. Right, right. Uh, yep. the Sweet Stan Lane and <laughs> Fantastics. <laughs> fabulous <laughs> ones. Yeah. Uh, one of the, the, the main events, the main event, the main, the main event. I remember it was, uh, it was a cage match. They had uh, Dick Murdoch versus The Crusher. Oh, my God. Yeah, Crusher, yeah versus The Crusher. And then that was a bloodbath. It, oh, I mean, yeah. they went all out in it. And the, the and the right before the right before the main, main event, fabulous Freebirds. Oh, oh dude, Michael Hayes doing saw, that strut. I, I had I had the privilege when <laughs> I had the privilege of seeing for my first wrestling event, seeing Terry Gordy, Michael Hayes, and Buddy Jack Roberts in the ring, oh. and they and they took on who who the, they took on the Fantastics. They took on the Fantastics, and it was a it was a special. Uh, I can't. I can't remember who the third man was, but mm-hmm. it was. It was a good show. Freebirds, fast read. They not. Nobody's going to beat them down south. Right, <laughs> right. So down Dude. south, nobody's going to beat them. And that's really Atlanta's. Um, the rest. That's really the, the real Atlanta boys right there. Oh yeah, Dude, mm-hmm. <laughs> Freebirds were, and still are my jam, man. I mean, I know. Uh, our old theme song used to be like the a little snippet of the intro of a uh, Bad Street USA. Yeah. Dude, I'm so, I'm so diehard on that. I got the Bad behind Street, the music. Atlanta GA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Atlanta GA. Hell yeah! I got the behind the music DVD they made on that thing, man. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty badass. But dude, what a killer card! Like just all those legends and names. I mean, you know, members yeah, they were all of, like, they were all on there. I mean. I'm trying to trying to think. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I might be leaving somebody out. I mean, but that name. I mean, those those names were on that card. It was just a regular Saturday event. It was no. It was no nothing special or nothing. It was just a regular Saturday event that they had down south, and 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 it was in in the, in the, in the arena. It looked like it. Was, I'm not sure. I think I, it was in the old high school. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I was like 10 years old at the time when this when this happened. That wasn't no big arena. It was like they were like in a little high school or something, and it, and all and it was packed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, it was. I mean, long well, like like I said, that list of names you mentioned is a who's who of you know uh, members of like the Cauliflower Alley Club and you know a lot of different wrestling Hall of Fames uh, around yeah. the country, not just WWE. You know, that was in the early eighties. That's like right about 1980, 1981. <sighs> 
I can Man. smell it. Yeah. I can smell it right now. There, I love I was, that old that old I was, school. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was ten years old at the time. Man. Guys, didn't, they were just breaking in. They didn't really reach a plateau until about 80, 88, 87, and ninety. You know, and, and, and through the nineties, and they retired. But right at that, that was it. They, they right when they were just breaking in. Some of them were already in, but but a lot of them were just breaking in. We said, did you say uh, Brody was on that card? Yeah, Brody. Damn, Jeez. I love me some Bruiser Brody. Yeah. That's why Chris and Brody. Brody over I too. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, Bruiser Brody. He was. Yep. Man, I mean that was that was a heck of a match. That was. A, so, I mean, heck of a card. Oh, I'm sure, man. That people were definitely afraid of him. You know, they didn't realize or really know. And of course, especially back then, you know, kayfabe was very much alive and well. Mm-hmm. You didn't know what, what you were getting with him. You, you see him on mm-hmm. TV, and he's just wild giant swinging a chain yep. and just. Oh, beating yeah. the holy piss out of people, <laughs> yeah. brutalizing them. <laughs> so I can't and imagine. And the crusher. Oh, yeah. I mean, that dude. I mean, yeah, he he had been around a while before, but they. But I mean, he was a veteran at that time. But man, that was that was. I mean, just I was just in the ring. I mean, just seeing these guys, man. I mean, it was. I was. I, and I, at the time, I was looking at them like, wow. But I I heard of them, but they weren't really all that. That they weren't they weren't that that much of a household name, right? So after this event, I mean, this is something you were already in the wrestling. I mean, this what did that first event really do to like your mentality and your your thought process and maybe your adoration oh, for that, the whole the sport? That turned me up to wrestling. That got me up on. I mean, that that that, that sent it right over the roof. <laughs> I mean, I, I, after that, after that, I was watching every every show. Uh, Mid South Wrestling, WWF, yes. uh, NWA. Well, back when it was WCCW, then WCW, then w- <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, uh, Tex- Texas, Texas League, uh, Florida, Florida Championship Wrestling. I was, I mean, all of that. Did you watch uh, the Smoky Mountain, Smoky Mountains. I yeah. love Smoky Mountain, yes, still yeah, do. Smoky Mountains, yep. Yeah. Uh, AWA from the old original AWA, yes. I mean, that's. Who, who, I mean, if you grew up around in the Chicago area, you know the AWA. Oh yeah, in the, oh, anyway, in the sure. Midwest. That's yeah. I mean, a Vince lot, pretty guys, much. A lot of guys came up in that AWA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Old Vince Warriors. pretty much Road built Warriors, yeah. his his dominant formative years with the WWF with every talent that was in the AWA. Yeah. Just think of who yeah. was there: Mean Gene, Rick, Hogan, Sergeant Slaughter, Ganya. Ganya was there for a little bit. Yep, Rick yeah, Martel. Well, yeah, yep, Martel. Vern, Vern owned the damn thing. That, I yeah, mean, that exactly. Was, Scott, Scott Hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah Scott big Hall Scott Hall. Through, dude, yeah, big was, Scott Hall. Yeah. You had the, the push broom. broom. <laughs> the push yeah. broom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that, was, uh, that was before that. Was, <laughs> hey, y'all. Was, uh, yeah. He was just, hey, y'all. He, when he, before he tried to put on the Cuban act, he was yeah. like a, big, a big Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Superman curl. <laughs> Tag champs with Kurt Hennig, man. Yeah. Mr. Perfect yeah. in the yeah. AWA. Even in, in what that was when, when his dad was on the way out, Larry the Axe. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Kurt even was at one point he was the AWA champ. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, and, then, and this, this, this. I'm, I'm, I'm giving my age on this one. It was right. I, I remember he beat he beat Rick Martell for that belt. Yeah. He's, he yeah, he, uh, he, cheated, he nice. broke the rules, which was his whole <laughs> his whole career. <laughs> of and he cheated. Speaking, yes. Kevin, Uh-oh. speaking of Rick Martell, since you brought him up, we've been privy to have him a few times on the show. So yeah. real quick, I'm going to ask him, 
Rick, what was your thoughts on that epic world title loss, man? Uh, everything that Kevin said is 100% accurate. Uh, that uh, <laughs> motherfucker, he cheated. <laughs> and, uh, we had a fucking deal. And I don't want to talk about it. Fair enough. <laughs> Thanks for your input. Till next time, brother. He's right. my ass, Juice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, if I ever get my hands on the model, I'll tell you what, man. It's going to be some crazy shit going on. I'm still faster than you, Fetso. Hey, you still... Fatso, I go. I gotta go. Yeah, you wait. Get the that's hell out uh, here. that's some another guy's catchphrase. I cannot use that one. Yeah, go back in the obscurity, Rick the Hasman model. Sorry, Andre, <laughs> I gotta go. More like a plus size model right now. Hey yo. <laughs> yeah. So there that. you go, Kevin. You gotta be careful who you who you exactly. bring up on this show because certain guys tend to show up at weird times. Man, it's just mm -hmm. it's crazy on here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> always been a, always been a big fan of the horsemen though that was always i mean the, the four horsemen i know they they were they were they were they were heels but i was a big fan i was a big fan of them because they they weren't like heels like you know the bad guy that you know the, they weren't the, the typical bad guys bad guys they were like the bad guys you wanted to be you know those were those you listen, I would... you listen to you listen to rick flair talk to his old his old promo yeah. and then you have you have Arn Anderson jump in there with, with all the all the wisdom and knowledge jumping, and then well, Kelly and Oli just standing in the back. But but still, I mean, that, what they what they stood for. Yeah, excellence, man. I mean, at that time too, they were they really like kind of almost like the first. Well, to me, they were like the first super heel like group. You know, I mean, stuff that if it weren't for the Horsemen, who knows if we would have had like NWO and DX and all the you know faction well, stuff. Yeah, um, unless you want to. Unless you want to talk about the Texas uh, Outlaws, but they but they were just a twosome. Right, right. That was a first, the first group. And Everybody even with the Forcemen, right <laughs> I said the Forcemen with the four horsemen. <laughs> horsemen. <laughs> there you Force go. The tree. <laughs> but even with them, they had JJ Dillon too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the, I mean, what was that like? I mean, because I was super young back then, so I mean, I didn't like get into the horsemen until like later days, like in the nineties and shit, but like watching them in the eighties, like blow up and kind of that whole experience. Cause when you go back and you look at the tapes, all this stuff, I mean, they, you were right. They were heels, but dude, women loved them. Men wanted to be them, you know, and exactly. they cutting those they promos about having a hard time holding his alligators down and all that. Styling and profiling. I mean, what was that like, like back then, like growing up back then and seeing those guys like starting to come out with that? I mean, because it had never really been done. He was NWO before NWO was cool when it was just the four horsemen. Mm. I mean, you, you got to look at when when when, Flip, when Rick Flair gets on there, and he says, because I'm the jet flying. Limousine ride. I mean, when that guy goes down, kiss like, stealing, wheeling deal. Man. I mean, that, 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 you can't yep. help. You can't help as much as you don't like what they what they're doing. You can't help but like, man, these these dudes are <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you, you can't help. I mean, I put like this: when Dusty Rose, no disrespect, in in one on one match, he'll beat any other horseman up. He did. I'm mean, with that elbow. I mean, sometimes he'd be two at a time. Uh, Ron Garvin would beat him up. They're all of yeah. them on one on one one on one matches. A uh, hawk, animal, all of them. One of, but when you get the four of them in one match, they get inside that 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 uh, what's, what they, what they call that? What, um, like the war games, the war chamber? games. Man, it's over with. The match beyond. When, yeah. when you, you you can take them out one by one, but when the four of them get together, 
it's just something about when them when those four get together, they not they're not gonna lose. Oh they're yeah. Win. <laughs> Hell yeah. What oh, was yeah. your favorite incarnation of the four horsemen? Mongo. <laughs> Mongo. Oh, shit. Here hey. comes Mongo. Hey, I like I like I like Mongo. I like Mongo. I got respect one, but I do too, but yeah, no place on the horseman. Come on. No. <laughs> I mean there's a there's an Instagram like, page just like, dedicated to his botches. So honestly, <laughs> honestly, I like well Ric Flair and Arn Anderson always there all from, from beginning to end. Yeah. The other between aren't between Tully Blanchard, Tully Blanchard and Art and Ole Anderson, they kinda they were like in and out, in and out, even though they right. were the original, but they were in and out with them. So you'd say like the, uh, would you say probably like just the original version of the horseman then? Honestly, to tell you the truth. I like I like Tully Blanchard, but I like them I like the horseman better. It was Rick Arn, let's see, Rick Arn and uh Barry Windham. Yeah, and Barry Windham. Okay. Yeah, even with, with Tully Blanchard, not oh, I mean even with Tully Blanchard, because Oli Oli was only was kind of old at the time when I first yeah, started. Yeah. And he really didn't really when, when him and Arn wrestled, Arn did all the all the all the leg work. Only would come in with a with a couple of power moves and then tag in Arn. He's doing everything. I mean, that's how, that's how he got just double A. He he does everything. He's the he's enforcer. The, he's the enforcer. Oh, the enforcer. Uh, I like the better one with Rick Tully Arn and and with Barry Wendell. Okay, yeah, that's who Luger, WWE recognized Luger, in the yeah. Hall of Fame. Lex Luger was Lex Luger. He was he was cool. Uh, I think Sting. Malenko, was in? Uh, Sting. I, I mean, there's so many. So many people that was a horseman, but I loved it when it was. Know, uh, but Wyndham, Wyndham added he added like a little bit more over the top with with them. You know, he, mm-hmm. he put them over the top more than Holy did. Yeah, I'll agree my, with my that. Opinion. Sure. My opinion. Saying, I'm going to be honest with it. I'm going to be honest with it. Yeah, went Barry Wyndham. I can respect that for sure. Yeah. No, I was saying my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite lineups was, uh, of course, Rick Arn, and then it was uh, Pillman and Chris Benoit. Like yeah. when they're in WCW, yeah. I love that setup. Like you got oh, you know, the loose cannon, and then you got uh, uh, yeah. Chris Benoit too. Just, oh, I, I think thought, Dean came in after Pillman left, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah Dean came, came in after, after Pillman. Pillman yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. that dude. Like Pillman was so crazy, and he had people backstage like fucking second guessing. Like, is this? really him is he fucking shooting on us is he working us like people didn't know and that was what was so great about brian pillman coming into his own character you know from flying brian into the loose cannon yeah um i remember though what was it it was it had to have been like a saturday night or maybe it was a nitro or something i just remember him kind of like yeah yeah like behind like they're doing a horseman promo and then was it arn that just smacked him or yeah. some shit and he's like <laughs> control yourself <laughs> motherfucker yeah <laughs> what arn the five fingers say the face <laughs> arn was the piece of glue that held them together oh yeah when arn and, sure. when arn when him and tully left and went to the wwe wwf at the mm-hmm. time when, when they were the brain rust the brain busters they were yep i mean that that was a good run i mean it wasn't exactly tully and arn type of deal but they, they ran with it and all the horseman, I don't know. That's when I think that's when that's when the horseman had, dis, had, had disappeared for a bit. Yeah, I mean, everybody. I mean, Ric Flair was just doing his solo matches at that time. But then when yeah. they came back, when they came back, and that was like in 1994 or 93 and 94 when they came back, that was around, yep. that was when um, that's when Brian Pillman came back. When, when, when you know that, that 
um, Thurman came back and that, that kind of eased the way of the horseman back with along with uh along with uh Chris Benoit. Yeah. I think Paul Roma was around before, right before. Paul Roma was too. Yeah, Paul yeah, Roma yeah. was in there. So Everybody Sid. shits on Paul Roma, dude. I, I, forgot, about I, know. I forgot about him. <laughs> I liked him. We had, uh, who was, who did he train? Uh, uh, Richard Holiday from MLW. Oh, yeah, yeah. Most marketable. You also, know, I was like, I never really, might, I loved Power and Glory. Remember them? Yeah, yeah. Power and Glory when, when, uh, him and Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. And yes. also, also, what is him and, uh, him and Paul Orndorff, they called themselves something. Oh no shit! I just seen something today were, I didn't were, know about. They were they were a tag team in W in WCW. They were a tag team. Paul Roma and Paul Orndorff. I, I do remember that, Before like early '90s WCW. Yeah, because I, I watch a lot of Saturday Night um, from back then on the network, and I, it's like my favorite era for WCW it was, Saturday Night. It was it was going to Paul Orndorff had to quit for a reason for health reasons, and then Paul and then Paul and uh, Roma was. On, on his own, he never could just be the type of wrestler who would go on who would go on his own. Yeah, he never he he had to be a, a, a plus one all the time. Oh yeah, you know some guys just it's still wrestling, but some guys <laughs> they'll just don't have the charisma to just carry by themselves. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, Paul, Paul like Marty Marty Janetti. The Janetti, drop Janetti on the show. Oh man, Kevin's getting ruthless in this motherfucker. Yeah. We usually save those for later. <laughs> Marty Janetti. <laughs> Poor you, Janetti. Kevin, you just started a new segment on the show that we're going to call Under the Bus, where we yes. just <laughs> say something just out of the blue. Nice stuff, nice stuff, nice stuff. Marty Janetti. Yeah, the bus. <laughs> could be worse. You could be Marty Janetti. Hey, under you know the what, bus. You know what's, you know what's sad? The most famous thing he's known for was getting kicked on 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 Shawn Michaels show right right from getting, the mirror. getting thrown through the barbershop window that's yeah, what yeah, I know like, like, yeah, it was yeah, yesterday yeah. I mean that's the at all at all his the guy, I mean I feel sorry but the guy had a good career he I mean he won he won tag team titles in AWA he won tag team titles in WWF mm-hmm. but the that that kick to the face is gonna is gonna outshine everything <laughs> kick heard around the world <laughs> The kick that never Anders. escaped the barbershop window. <laughs> that was that was the birth that was the birth of sweet jam music, right? Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. That was the bear. That was the original burial, right there. <laughs> Dude, I remember that happening, and it was like it was weird because I was at Mania Eight, and I was seeing some house shows around here around then around that time. Um, and I never really, I mean, the Rockers were over like huge. I mean, you oh, yeah. you had they were like top tier tag team in WWF. I mean, everybody yeah, fucking. Super over baby faces. They were like. As a business owner, you eventually realize you can't do everything yourself. But hiring is complicated. And what if you only need part-time help? Belay, an innovative staffing solution, has successfully matched thousands of small businesses with part-time virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media strategists. Let Belay help you juggle less and accomplish more. Just go to belaysolutions.com. That's B-E-L-A-Y solutions.com. If you're anything like me, dental insurance isn't something you think about a lot. However, when the unexpected happens, it can help you avoid a costly dentist bill. Spirit Dental and Vision has dental plans that offer affordable rates and no waiting periods for major services. 
That means you can get coverage for major services like dental implants, crowns, and bridges right away instead of waiting months for your coverage to kick in. Spirit makes it easy to find the dental plan that's right for you. With other plans, you could run into high deductibles, long waiting periods, and expensive procedures might not even be covered. Plus, for a limited time, Spirit is waiving the $25 application fee. Just use promo code SPIRIT2020 at checkout. If you're looking for dental coverage made easy, visit spiritdental.com slash pod to gain a little peace of mind. That's spiritdental.com slash pod to get a quote in about 60 seconds. Spiritdental.com slash pod. I would equate them, you know, being the, at the time the WWF's like a uh, rock and roll express or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And they were, so they, were for that to, to, they were trying to match them up against each other. Man. Yeah. For that to break down, though, and I just, like I said, I remember like it was yesterday, dude, Sean putting him through that barbershop window, and I was like, really? Like, what's, don't do that to Marty. I just got the damn Hasbro hey. action figures for Easter, <laughs> and now they're split up. Hey. <laughs> Throw them in the microwave. That, that could have that easily been Robert Gibson <laughs> between him and Ricky Morton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ricky Morton. Man, you got Gibson. <laughs> no I one mean, ever he, says I you got Gibson. Gibson. <laughs> you got Janetti. You got Janetti. <laughs> I mean, it's just like you got lost. Yeah, I mean, he Ricky Morton carried charisma on that team. Robert Gibson just he just he was he just standing there, there. <laughs> with that one eye that he went was, fucking yeah. wherever it he was. The to hot go. tag. That's yeah. all he was. He was the hot I tag. Mean, he could have been put through the window. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, hey, he's still going. Maybe one of us could just fucking <laughs> kidnap him, go put it through the window. <laughs> Live through um, this. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, I'm just kidding. If you're out there by chance and somehow you hear this, you know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We love yeah. you. Yeah, Marty Janetti, oh, yeah, you're you're invited to the show anytime you want. Plus, that's one of the that's one of the top three heel turns in wrestling history. Yeah, it is. So, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, that, that Shawn Michaels is up there with the so. NWO Hogan. Yeah, uh, you know they, what? I've never threatened. I'm glad you you said you that because what? I've never. I say smart like things that. all the you time. Do. Shut the fuck up, you dumbass. Dynamite drop and threaten. Hogan was the biggest heel turn. Yeah, but at the same time, kind of knew that was coming. Well, no, that, I, I, I'll that, agree with that. that, that I also, I, I had an insight. I, I also kind of knew that was coming because you see, um, remember when I, when I told you how I how I, how I met uh, Typhoon? Yeah, um, yeah. Let's get let's get yeah, into it. Was, let, let that segue. He kind of yeah. He he kind of was he was kind of giving me all the insight what was about to happen in the future. And I was like, what? I was I was mad, but I was I was cool in a way. But but dang man, the amount of be- so many beers he was he was chugging down. Like he just he just started spilling, telling me everything. Thing and that next thing you know, <laughs> I, next thing you know, I knew I knew what was going to happen. And then for like the next two or three years straight. Like, <laughs> so real quick, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, back up. Take us take us back to that time because you met <laughs> and dude back then. Even still, kayfabe was a big deal. They even oh, though yeah. you know you had the steroid trial and all that, which kind of mm-hmm. really Vince really fucked up on that. You, it was still secretive i mean you you were privy to a lot of like exclusive information that you know they're not going to just walk and tell some joe blow off the street so like i mean that's that's pretty heavy shit to to know stuff like that back in the day but real quick take us back to where were you at at the time where you met uh typhoon okay when i actually just asked met both of them but typhoon was I, i met first i was in the navy at the time and we were my ship we were coming up we were coming up near, coming up, coming back into the States and we were getting, we were right by Key West. So we pulled in, we anchored there and we, and we, uh, we were staying there for a weekend. So I had, I had Liberty call. So I went on off to, went on off the ship and went on off the ship and went into town. 
it was me and my me and a buddy of mine. His name, he remember his first name is the Faircloth was his last was his was his last name Faircloth. I think it was Terry. It's a long time ago. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. <laughs> we were we went into a bar. We went to this bar and we sit we're sitting around. We we looking around there. There was, there was like all kinds of like it was a first. It was a big old wrestling ring in the center. I was like, oh man, this person must he either likes um, boxing or wrestling because it was a rescue of the ring. Mm-hmm. So we sitting there. We look. We noticed there's all kind of pictures of, of wrestlers and all kind of all kind of pictures of wrestlers all going surrounding the whole bar. Every single picture, it had a, a wrestler, superstar, tugboat, other wrestler, superstar, and tugboat. Like, wait a minute. Like <laughs> what an eagle maniac. I just worked in Bret Hart. It was like a all tugboat these tavern. Yeah, tugboat and, and Hogan, tugboat and Andre the Giant, tugboat and I mean, everybody in Tug, there. Tugboat and himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> So I'm like, man, this dude, this dude's a real good. I'm talking to the, the lady. She's she's the uh, the bartender, and I'm I'm sick. Excuse me, my voice kind of like going going a little bit. I'm kind of going out some, uh, but okay. Um, talking to this lady, she's she's a she's a bartender, and she was telling me that the the owner of the bar is a professional wrestler. And I'm sitting up like I'm acting like a professional wrestler. So it got my interest a little. So I sat back and ordered another beer, and then she uh she 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 told me um. You probably know him. He said, "Okay, all right." Um, she mentioned his real name. Did she, she tell me? Um, you probably know him by his, his his stage name. He goes by Tugboat Typhoon. Or well, I'm like, oh, "Get out of here!" And then, and then I started, <laughs> I started looking around, and then I, it all it all. I mean, everything came. Oh man, now yeah, this is why his picture and every 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 last one of these. He's like, "Oh man, we 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 in Tugboat's we we in Tugboat's bar." Yeah. Oh, oh, that's cool. Nice. So me and my friend, we were like, oh, well, can you get can you give us another some more beer and, and some mushrooms and all? We were eating fried mushrooms. Ooh, we're we gonna sit here. He said, she said, uh, yeah, I just got off the phone with him. He's gonna be here in any minute. Like, oh shoot. We sat there, we we we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna sit here. I mean, we already knew this, like, oh man, he's gonna be here any minute. But then <laughs> my buddy, my buddy Faircloth was like, man, he's not gonna want to talk to us. He's gonna come in here, probably just check on his books and then leave. Oh, we're gonna wait here, and I mean, we we sitting there. We can wait here. <laughs> wait till this guy gets here. He comes. He'll hold his ass guy. down. As soon, yeah, right. as soon as this guy, all of a sudden, this this big old, big big old polar bear of a guy, big old guy, I mean, just comes right through the comes right through the door. I'm like, holy sh! And this dude look, he's bigger than TV. He's bigger than he was on TV. I'm like looking at this guy. He's like, how you doing? He comes and sits down by the bar next to us. We looking like little kids and all. Like, oh, that's all right. <laughs> 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 oh shit. So he, he said, so um he, he said the bartender, so she's so she so she said that you guys were like really good friends of ours. I mean really good uh, wrestling fans. I was like, yeah, we, we're big wrestling fans. I'm like, tugboat. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, he, already, he already sat down. I'm sitting up here, tugboat. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the first blunder I made. <laughs> then he, said, he said, and then he was like, uh, hey, just relax. Hey, I mean <laughs> start rubbing your shoulders and shit. <laughs> he, he, he came in, he said Gave me a handshake and gave my friend a handshake and all. And he sat down. We were just sitting there talking. He ordered another round. He said, "Whatever, what are they eating? My fried mushrooms. Bring a whole bowl in. Bring a whole bowl up and keep and keep frying." And then, Ooh. I mean, we went through so many pictures and fried mushrooms and pictures <laughs> and fried mushrooms and pictures. I mean, we were just we were we was we were lit. <laughs> we were all, all three of us sitting there lit and. Yeah, yeah. This guy was, he's, he's, this is a big dude. 
I mean, he's, I mean, when you see him on TV, you think like, oh, big old fat guy. No, his stomach, his stomach big. But it, but you look at his arms, shoulders, his chest and everything, man, that's all solid muscle. I mean, that dude was, that's a, I mean, that's like, dude like a big farm boy. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. all, that's all solid muscle, man. I mean, he had a gut on him because he, he chugged all them, I mean, he chugged a lot of beers. But we were sitting there, he was telling me about uh, Dino Bravo about what the story what happened with him you were telling about uh well i i didn't i didn't know this i didn't even know what had happened to dino Dino Bravo. i thought he just retired and left you know uh, he was assassinated in his house he was assassinated in his house yeah dino was was on was he was telling me that he he was involved with the mob oh before he came to wrestling he was he was involved he was involved with the mafia and he did a lot of he did a lot of things a lot of things and that Vince Vince sort of looked the other way, just as long as he didn't bring it to wrestling, and that's what that was that was the idea. He, he didn't bring it to wrestling, but the mafia, the mob, they knew he was a uh, was a wrestler. They were trying to come to every event. You know, would tell them, "No, you, you're not you're not allowed here." Mm-hmm. And it, and it caused it caused some it kind of caused a little bit of friction because they were wanting in on Vince on Vince's on Vince's ground, and Vince was like, "No, either either you, you tell your friends or you or I'll just fire you right now." So Dino shoved them out. I don't know what he said, what it what it went wrong, what it what it, what it went down, but some something went down between them. And he had a match, and, and nobody knew where he was at, and, and they couldn't get a hold of him. None. They kept that. They tried to keep that under the rug, and, and they didn't really really want to tell. At that time, they, they didn't really want to tell a lot of people about it. Um, it was a mob hit. They found them. They left. They found them dead in his living room, laying on his couch. He was. Bullet here, bullet there, and he said one in his head. Oh yeah, shot him, shot him, executioner style. I'm like, I mean, even, I mean, I mean, this guy was a pro wrestling superstar. I mean, the pen, the bench press champion. I mean, uh, all the time I, I I grew up, I watched, I watched this guy wrestle. I didn't, I never, I, I would never think that. Like, wow, he was, he was a part of the mob. Yeah, but 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 as a wrestler, I didn't think about, I didn't even think of it. That, 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 that thought didn't even come to my mind. But he was, and that and that just and that just that told me like uh, wrestlers have they have a life. They, I mean, they they're, they're people too. And he was trying to live two lives yeah. as a wrestling superstar and that, and as a mob hitman or whatever he was doing. Yeah, that was that was messed up. Man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, uh, yeah. I I apologize for like slyly smiling. I don't mean disrespect to that heavy story, but I was smiling because I had this stupid visualization of you guys just drinking your beers and him telling you this unbelievably heavy and serious story, and you guys slowly crunching into these fried <laughs> mushrooms. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Something yeah. about the that, that visualization just made me smile. <laughs> yeah, talk, talking about the personal life, that's, you know, even though Kayfabe is dead and all the private shit they had, I think that's one of the big things. I might be the uh, the shit talker, I guess, of the group, uh, my criticisms for modern day wrestling, but um, it, it uh, a lot of fans still, they want access to that private stuff. I don't think they should have that. Other than like stuff like what, like your story, like you were at a bar with Tugboat and he can say whatever he wants. But yeah, as far as like yeah. mostly the public, like, Man, your private shit's your private shit. Your family yeah. stuff should be your family stuff. You should be a yeah, fan of the yeah. character, and you don't need to know yeah. people's. You know, people are sending wrestlers like fan mail directly to their house, which is creepy as shit. But stalking oh, them, I don't oh. know. But I didn't mean to interrupt. Keep going. I said my yeah, two okay. cents. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, I understand. I understand. And we another story. We we he's got to talking about like uh coming up like what was what he's going what what he, he is talking about making a, a return he was telling me he was, he was thinking about making a return i said any any chances he's gonna gonna team up with earthquake 
He said, so, Kevin, nah. so at this time he was out of WWF, right? Yeah, at this time he he was out of WWF. And he was thinking about making a return, a return back in the WCW. Mm. He was thinking about it. He said Shockmaster. Uh, <laughs> he was he was he was he was thinking of that and also oh and um he said something about Vince was was offering him um uh, him to come back to be team up with uh Mabel. No, not Mabel. Yeah, Mabel. Well, what's it, what the big guy? Vince, no, Viscera. Viscera. Viscera, same Viscera. guy. Same Viscera. guy. No, Mabel was a little dude. Was a little. That was they, they were both. They were little. They were like a tag team. Remember? Yeah. Mo, no, men on a mission. Mo and Mabel. Mabel was the big Man guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? he sure was. Yeah, and he, and he changed his name to Viscera. Yeah. Yeah, I seen Mo not too long ago at a at an event. Man, he that dude ballooned up and wow. he, oh, yeah. big old boy. Yeah, him and Viscera was going was going to come in was going to come in and and, and become a tag team. They mm-hmm. did it for a little bit, but it didn't it didn't really. I don't know what what you know what 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 went of it. But he was telling me about that. He told me about uh you you're about to see a lot of wrestlers leave the WWF on the WCW. So like really, he he, he was telling us about. That. He said, "Oh yeah, it's uh it's, it's a big scandal going on right now," and and Vince. He put some. He threw some people under the bus. I was like, yeah. "Oh!" And he threw some people hard under the bus. Oh yeah. He said, "You're gonna that see proverbial Hogan, bus." Hogan, yeah. He said, "Hogan's. You're gonna see Hogan's coming there. You're gonna see uh, Piper's gonna come. He's on his way. You're gonna see uh, Bret Hart." I'm like, "Bret Hart? No, Bret Hart ain't coming. There. Yeah, he, Bret Hart is coming there. He's. I mean, he was. He was naming them all off. He was telling me all of all the. I mean, the whole everybody. Once once they they once they contract is up." They not they not resigning. They they're going. They coming south. They were all coming south. They were just waiting for they for they camp contract to end, and they and they cut out. They were going. They were all going to uh, NWA. Go oh, wow, man. And then he said, and watch. There's some guys that's going to come in here, and they, they, there's some guys that's going to come. That's going to come there, and you're going to be real surprised of some of, of, of changes when they come to NWA. They, they've been talking. They might. He was telling me that they might do it. They've been talking the idea, but. Some, some, a few, a few of your, a few heroes or a few favorites are going to turn heel. I'm like, few heroes, few favorites. I'm like, oh man. So I'm up asking, like, hey, well, well, well. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> like, a few, a few heels and a few favorites. I'm like, come on, man. Come on. Tell, tell me, I mean, tell me, like, give me a little, now you got yeah, me on the edge. Straight you know, answer, like, tell me, like, <laughs> just try, you're trying to beat around the bush. Tell, tell us about this, man. Yeah, I ain't a bushwhacker. <laughs> but, this was before. This was before Facebook, before internet, before people can just get on and just go. Oh, that's yeah. what I heard. Da, 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 da. Man, remember those I, days? Like you that, know, you, yeah. what, that information you had, like back then at that time. Dirt I mean, sheets. That, yeah, just dirt think, sheet shit. I mean, that was just cool. Think Facebook dude. was that was just think of Facebook was around at that time. Mm-hmm. He told yes. me if they're going to come up with a faction, that they're going to some of some of the, the unbelievable is about to uh, is about to happen. You're going to see guys, some guys turn heel. He never really told me. He just said some guys turn heel that you would never, ever, ever dream to turn heel. And then, and as I watched it, and I, and I was able, I was able to put it together. Yeah, it was Hogan, Macho Man later on, follow, follow behind. Uh, all these guys, they turn heel. I was like, wow. He, but he, he laid it out there. He laid it out and told it. it um, like I said, good thing. But that was during the era where there was no Facebook, there was no social media, there was none of that. So yeah, mm-hmm. you, you can get, you can, you can. Almost, you can talk to somebody about some of these things, and if somebody else, and if the person goes out telling it, nobody's going to believe you. 
So, you know, but 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 you put it on the internet. They they I mean today's time today's times today compared to yesterday. If I if I knew about that and say I say say I got on my phone and just sent it out, send it out on Facebook. Right. About a whole a gazillion people would, would go along not even no proof and just believe it. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like they believe they're really talking to MJF or somebody on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's how I, that's how I kind of got I kind of got the, the scoop of what was about to happen in WCAW. That all that's those guys awesome, was gonna man. all those guys was gonna turn heel and and and, and it was gonna be like because what it, they were in, they were already in, in competition with WWF. They were gonna get all the all the here all the heroes turn them into bad guys and make them. They were gonna make they were gonna they were gonna they were gonna turn them bad and and make them go against them. And I guess take a, a chance on thinking that that was going to make like a big, a big publicity or uh, in ratings. And yeah. yeah, and it did. NWA was something else. First, everybody it went from being shocked. Like, and it was like, it became a, it became, it became here. It became like, like, wow. You see everybody wearing, wearing NWA, NWA shirts and all that stuff. All I mean, oh, yeah. I, I wore one too. Everybody was, I mean, you. Hey man, I mean, it's for, 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 for life. Yep. For a while, you forgot about the horsemen. Yeah, I mean, on. you forgot about, forgot about everybody. Right? You forgot about everybody. Everybody was like, everybody was joining the NWA, and then it, it became like a. It was only just supposed to just been just been Hogan, Paul Nash, and uh, X Pac, but everybody else just they just they just they just ran on with it. Everybody else, they, yeah. as soon as they got Bret Hart was there for a little while. Kurt Henning, I mean, all all the WWF stars, like like you like you said before, they all became NWA. Dude, uh, yeah, <laughs> the new 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 world order. <laughs> yeah, the shit was be- red hot, man. Yeah. to this day, it's still damn WWE for owning that shit. Because man, dude, what a cool faction! And that's something that I mean, I the storyline fizzled. They watered it down. They threw way too many fucking guys in it. <laughs> yeah, too many it, groups. It, 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 it sections. It was too many people in it, and. and the whole NWA red and white thing. That, that, that that's when it, I, when I saw that when they when they came out with the red and white or the red and black or whatever. That the was, was like, uh, yeah, the yeah, wolf pack. It was nice. It was nice, but but at the same time, it's it's one of those things that was going to go up like this and then and the crash died. Yeah, yeah, and you're then, beating a dead and, horse at that point. And then, yeah. and then you had the um, the BWO, the BWO. Remember yeah, the LWO, the LWO, the Latino world order. Yeah, and then it was like. Oh, that was it, it became a it became a comedy show. Yeah, that. yeah. LWO's music was tight, man. Yeah, it was like chill. You see Ray Mysterio and, and Eddie Guerrero, Hoover Two, and all those guys. Walking Hoover the Juice, Hoover Juice, Silver King. I was gonna say Silver King. I thought I think El Dandy. Remember that promo, Bret Hart cut on El Dandy? He's like, he's a hell of a competitor. It's like, goddamn, some of of those guys, some of those guys would get beat up all the time. Every, every, but then when they, but when they got, but when they, but when they got the LWO, all of a sudden they were like, they they were winners. They were doing everybody. It's the thuggish, ruggish bomb. And then then all of a sudden, then 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 you had Chavo Guerrero. I mean, all of them they were running around, and they were, I swear. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to say anything. But uh, dude, who that? Who, who came on that? Uh, Eddie Guerrero. He came on 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 there and started started saying some stuff from started saying some stuff from um, 
what movie was that? He started saying Vato's Loco Forever and all that stuff. Blood in, blood out. He started trying to play like Blood in and Blood out. I'm like, oh man. You get all gang on this. I'm like, you guys are doing great. You start reciting lines off a movie. I think Conan was a part of all the groups. I think it was an LWO, the NWO White and Wolfpack. You know what the best thing was? If you guys go on YouTube and watch where the NWO just came out and just beat the hell out of the LWO, it's like, get out of here. What are you doing? You know, you know the, the one thing that it was cool, but at the same time, I mean, it, it was it was cool. If you throw, if you throw your imagination, I mean, throw, throw, your, throw, your, throw, throw your imagination in there and throw all reality out the window with it. The whole thing, the whole thing thing. They go, that was when the NWO had like about 50 people in there. <laughs> and it, it, it'd, be all in, it'd be all in the ring. Sting comes down on the rope. <laughs> yeah, he comes out with one baseball bat and beat everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. And the guys, they, they all stand up like like in the, like in the uh, in the old movies, like like when like when Bruce Lee, like when Bruce. Yeah, Lee, where they wait to fight him. Yeah, looks at him. Someone's like, what? How these motherfuckers just hit him in the back of the head? He's right behind him. <laughs> no, we're gonna wait. Hold on. They just be sitting up here like like when they, when they turn, they come up in. Yeah. <laughs> we must lock eyes to do yeah. battle. They look like a character at the fighter select screen in Street Fighter. <laughs> waiting for their yeah, turn. Right? Perfect. <laughs> Round one. I mean, for real, it'd be like about 20 or 30 people out there. Fight. One dude comes down on, on, on a rope. And he's, he's, but hey, but we look like this. He I mean, down we, on we, a rope. We, we, still, we, we still watched it. We like we love that stuff. But man, you can't do that today. No, no, <laughs> no. You, you were sucked in, man. During that oh, yeah. time, that was yeah. that was the shit, man. Like you believe, <laughs> all right, man. He's the fucking crow. He's got powers, like or supernatural. Yeah, or like, yeah. I, mean, we all, I was even older. You know, I knew that none of that shit was going on, but it was still, it was still entertaining, and it was cool. It was yeah. just, it's like you said, though. It's a little. It's a little much and ridiculous when one fucking guy is dropping from the goddamn ceiling to fight <laughs> like baseball bat. That's made out of you, got like, you got like 20 guys in the ring and about 15 guys outside the ring. <laughs> he beats, he kicks every last one of them out. He did. He was like, what? And it always, and the last guy is always holding, and, and he's standing right there with whatever one holds holding the bat up like this at him. Like that. <laughs> yeah, Hogan would be like, yeah, Hogan's Dude, looking in the crowd. shit. Pissing off yeah. old ladies. Yeah. As a business owner, you eventually realize you can't do everything yourself. But hiring is complicated. And what if you only need part-time help? Belay, an innovative staffing solution, has successfully matched thousands of small businesses with part-time virtual assistants, bookkeepers, and social media strategists. Let Belay help you juggle less and accomplish more. Just go to belaysolutions.com. That's B-E-L-A-Y solutions.com. You take COVID seriously, but being safe isn't always comfortable. That's why we started MaskLink. MaskLink with a Y. Each stylish designer mask features eco-dry fabric to cool your face and features high-Q ViroBlock technology, making MaskLink 99.997% effective at reducing the risk of COVID. Order at MaskLink.com. That's M-A-S-K-L-Y-N-K.com. Order now with code FAM30 to save up to 30%. FAM30, short for family. F-A-M as in Mary, 30. Like, what do I do? You're the Hogan. Give him the boot and the leg job. What do you think you're supposed to do? 
Dude, Hogan is okay. heel, man. That was entertainment, man. Hey, we yeah, loved it back totally. then. Too. Suspension of disbelief was real back then. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the Undertaker thing, I mean, summoning lightning. I mean, they. Can, I mean, I you sit there and look at that, like, man. They, you look at it now. You look at it now. You're like, wow, that was some good stuff. But man, they. How the heck? That, how did he do that? I mean, how did we? How did we not? How, how did this discussion did not come up? <laughs> <Back in the, laughs> <laughs> right. I just believed it. <laughs> no, that's just real. Yeah, he could do that. He's Sting. Fucking Sting. Yeah. He's got like the chrome time, makeup like the time, on. Yeah. Like the, the time dead. he came down, like, like, like the whole time, like when NWA did, did a real, a real jump, a real, uh, a real assault when they all beat up um, Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, yeah. Remember that? And, and the Sting, here he Sting comes down. <laughs> Yep. All of a sudden, they forget how to jump somebody. Motherfucker, <laughs> a live Christmas ornament or something. Yeah. Like, ball dropping on New Year's. <laughs> that, that quickly, they, they just forget how to jump somebody when he shows up. <laughs> <laughs> what they forgot, though, like, they're in the production truck. It's like, oh, shit, man, we're supposed to send Steve down. Right, hit the button, <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Yeah, right. What, 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 they beat up, they beat up uh, on the EDP. They all jumping them, jumping them and all like that. Like, okay, we're all okay. They know how to jump. Scheme comes rolling, come down. <laughs> oh, like the one person at a time again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hell, the hell of group then, mentality. Then he picks up that, that DDP and it goes back up, back up, the, uh, back up to, to the Raptors and all. Dude, I never understood that either. They should have kicked his ass because he'd come down and he'd take time, like a couple minutes, yeah. to hook off, <laughs> kick his ass, knock him out, and then let them bring his ass back up, like fucking limp. <laughs> You got to think they had like an NWO meeting in the back. And one was like, hey, do you ever think about just hitting the guy when he's undoing his latch? Shut the fuck up. Hey, get out of here. Hey, man, you're you're fired stupid. from the NWO. Join red and black. Man, I think it's a stupid idea. Man, I th- I, for a while, I was thinking that they would, they would just make, they would just free, freestyling it. They were. They were, yeah, though. They were. That's very much yeah. true. And they had too many hands in the cookie jar as far as like riders. I mean, dude, Creative Kevin Nash control. was doing shit. Yeah. Um, you had Kevin Sullivan. Create, like yeah. Bodie said, creative Hogan. control guys like Hogan and Piper Paul was, and Nash, Piper all those cons. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was too much. They didn't yeah. want to, and they ruined a good <laughs> thing. And it, it's it's crazy to think now that I mean, you know, we all a lot of us sit back here and reminisce about like those days and like WCW and dude, WCW really was only around for like a cup of coffee. You know, it was like it was I don't know the exact years, but I mean, no, it was WCW. NWA. You know, and then. They yeah. morphed into the WCW, much like NWA when they mm-hmm. started off with TNA. And then when they TNA. started, yeah, when they started the NWO, it was it was big, it was large. And they, they were beating Vince. You were beating oh, Vince, the out. guy who obliterated the territories. Yeah, like that was man, that was fucking unheard of. But then, then it, but then as it started, it started to tail end. It started to tail. They 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 had a good thing and they and. They did it. They did. They did the wrong thing. The wrong thing at the end with it. Yeah, they didn't really develop any new talents. I mean, you had Goldberg. That was pretty much it. That's like I mean, the only were, new guy they developed and, and pushed, and they fucked his shit up. Yep. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have. Uh, they shouldn't have tried to like try to, to spend the NWO by on all these factions. If it was getting, if they felt it was getting old, then make it and then make it implode, blow it up from the inside. You yeah. know what I mean? And then and then they all go. They all go their separate ways and yep. think, and not think of a new gimmick. I think of what else to do. But no, they they they, they drug and they, they they drug a dead horse in. They drug they kept eating a dead horse and then people lost also interest in it. And you start you start seeing people like oh, I'm turning the raw. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm about to yeah, turn the raw. <laughs> they formed the NWO elite, you know, the infamous finger poke of doom. 
Oh, yeah. Hogan yeah. fucking, you know, you think him and Nash are going to go at it in there. And it was a swerve the whole time. And then people were finally, I myself was Take that, happy Russo. because I was like, I was a huge NWO mark. I was like, yeah, and it was the elite. So it was just like yeah. the best guys. You know, they trimmed all the fat. Excuse me. They had the B team and shit yep. that they were. No more Scott Norton. Yeah, no more Scott, <laughs> yeah, Norton. Scott Norton. I remember Stevie Ray getting pissed. He'd be like, you told us to fucking be here. Why can't we ride in the limo and shit too? And we're like, oh, Hogan, just be like, brother, it's okay, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Then they started letting guys like. Then everybody started coming in. They, oh, that's that really killed. Me. I mean, you yeah. had you had Rodman, you had Carl Malone. I liked Rodman though, man. The Rodman, Rodman, Rodman he actually pulled it off. At but that then you time, had Carl too. Malone. But then you brought in uh, what's the Jay dude? Leno. Yeah, Jay Leno. Oh no, the the guy from off the off the from the movies. Uh, oh, David Arquette. David Arquette. Oh yeah, he wins the title. <laughs> he came ready to rumble. <laughs> when, when that happened. When that happened, when, when he won the title, man, that's when I was that's when I was like, oh man, no, it's please. over. They, 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 it's over now. Yeah, I was like, fucking yeah. Russo. Yep, David Arquette. They did. That was okay when the insane clown posse when they came in came in there. That was that was cool. Oh that yeah, was, that, was a, that was a good gimmick. Then they started letting everybody else in, 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 in music. I mean, here come Master P and all. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, remember the No Limit oh, yeah. Soldiers? Who was that big yeah, motherfucker, man? That. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was like oh. big ass fucking dude. Right? Yeah, now he want to say swole or something like yeah, that. Yeah. His name was Swole. I think that was his name. Swole. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking a big swole from AEW though, female athlete. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. <laughs> big swole in the house, you know. Yep. But yeah, they they tried to do so much shit because they wanted to do what Vince did back in the '80s. You know, I mean, he had Liberace there. He had all these superstars, Mr. you know, T, Muhammad man. Ali, Mr. T, Cindy Lauper. And yep. even in the nineties, I mean, yeah, that like was, that Mike was back Tyson. when wrestling didn't know better. Right. Right. It was okay to do that stuff. But at that time when it was, it was at a turning point, right. When, when the attitude era was really right before the attitude era, there was the, I forgot what they called it. Ruthless, ruthless aggression there. Uh, no, yeah. Ruthless was after that. Um, the new generation was before. Yeah. Right at that, it was a turning point. And wrestling fans was a lot, a lot smarter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. we're getting to, getting to be, you know, back then, wrestling, it was just, we everybody knew what it was for. So they, they, they came to it, whatever they got, it was, was, was grateful for it. But as, yeah. as time went on, and, and, and it'll, no, it just would, it would, it, it, it took a long time. To try, to try something so real quick kevin i want to kind of segue into something different so you know we were talking about the natural disasters we talked about one half we talked about fucking tugboat yeah. oh yeah earthquake <laughs> earthquake earthquake tell us about the time you met earthquake, oh man aka Golga, <laughs> aka john tenta aka the motherfucking shark the shark that was funny <laughs> now they're, they're two different people one one can sit down and drink beer and 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 slam hot wings, mushrooms, anything you know, you know. And Even then there's now. and then there's Earthquake, who's more the family guy. Mm-hmm. Who, he was more quiet because I, I see him. I, I used to go when I got when later on when I got when I left when I, when I got out the Navy, I still was I was still living down in Florida. I was living down in Lake Mary. And I went to a uh, I went to Ghost Ghost Gym. He had a membership there. And I see I would see um, Earthquake. First, I was like, I would look at this guy like, wait a minute, because he had, he had a membership there. I'm like, I look at this guy like, no, that's not, that's somebody that looks like him. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then 
a little later on, no, a, a little, little later on, a few days ago, few days, few, ah, a few days ago by, and I'm working out, and I see him again. I'm like, so I, I walk over to the water fountain. I'm looking at him, like you know, taking a sip, looking at him. I'm like, and then I walk by him. I, I mean, I kept walking by every, every back and forth, back and forth, and then he said, oh, "I'm earthquake." What's your name? <laughs> John Tenner. I'm earthquake. <laughs> Yeah. Um, WWE. I mean, I was like, oh man, was I, was I, was I, I was that obvious? <laughs> was I that obvious? He's like, yeah, you kind of were. <laughs> you, you know, you kept, I kept walking back because I, I walked by where, where he's at, like, like trying to get a closer look at him. And yeah, it was. I was right. He's like, he's like, you checking me out, bro? You like what you see? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he worked out at that Gold's gym that I was at, and I mean, everybody knew his, his old his old physique is like pretty big and round and all, but. Dude got some power. He got he got he got, he that's not all he's not all it's not all fat. I mean, well, he is mostly most of fat, but he was <laughs> <laughs> but he got some power though. But he got some power behind it because yeah. he was like, I, 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 I was saying I was watching him lift doing like a lot lifting a lot of weight up on that. I mean, he I don't know if he was using his weight as a, as part of an anchor or as an advantage, but he got some power. He got some power and some pull and all that, but I mean, not nothing on, on like like uh, his partner was. But you were sitting next to him though, like just fucking pulling <clears throat> more down, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this dude can. I mean, on tricep pull down, deadlift, bench press. I mean, he was he was throwing a lot of weight and doing squats. He could he could throw. He was throwing a lot of weight on there. I mean, he could work a little. I mean, he didn't. He could work a little bit on his cardio. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, come on the low blood i thought we were over the genetic thing and apparently yeah, yeah. we're not under the bus yeah. under the bus <laughs> but, but earthquake i mean he was i mean the guy was he was he was a he was laid he was a laid back guy he was a he was a very 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 laid back and, and very kind very nice guy he, he introduced me to his family and all that his wife was there his wife was she had a um, membership he introduced me to him and all that, and he sat down. And he talked, and, and I told him I met his partner, and he he, he laughed and like, oh, you, oh, you met him, huh? Uh, you ever see him again? Tell him I said, hey, I like well, you two don't talk. Oh, we do, but we kind of went our own ways. You know, he said we we, we went our own ways, but we, we we're not we're not mad at each other and nothing like that. So, it's, but we just kind of went our own ways. He he decided to slow things down and spend time with his family. And he was living in Lake Mary, and I'm like, I respect that. That's good. And everybody there, they they knew, they knew, they knew Earthquake. They know, they know that he's a wrestler, but they they welcome him in, and they don't try to crowd him, crowd him up, and all that. Yeah. They got all that out of the way. <laughs> they got all that stuff out of the way. But he, I mean, for a while, he was he was pretty much like a like a normal guy. But that that was him. Quite a difference between one guy and the other guy. But they were when they were together. When I look at the picture, whatever them together, and that was that was a tag team. And yeah. um, there was only one, t- only one team that could really, that could really, uh, them, that could really give them any, any kind of problem. That was the Legion of Doom. I was just gonna say, well, well, that was that was the only team that could give them any problem, and they gave the Legion of Doom some problems too. But, but oh, that was that was about dude. it. Yeah, yeah, the natural disaster. I, I still remember that one promo when when uh when they were talking, the Hawk got on there. He, he was talking. He was like, uh, he said he was talking about their workout routines and all that and all. Uh, and, and he said, and, and and natural disasters. My advice to you, I mean, you two need to. He said, he said, so my advice to you, you need to learn how to eat more salad, or something like that. <laughs> 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 that was, uh, Hulk, Roy, Hulk. Roll it tonight. 
Roll Royal Hawk, man. I, that was, I, I mean, they need to cut some shade on, on, on the load sometimes. So he said, what you two need to do is learn to eat more salad. I'm like, oh, man, no, you didn't say that on the promo. <laughs> Dude, Hawk's, Hawk's promos were fire, man. I, I loved him. He was yeah. so intense, yeah, and were. he would say some just wild-ass shit. Probably because he was hopped if up you, on fucking pills most me, of the time. If I owe you money, no, if you owe me money, you're going to, you, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, I'm, what was it he used to say? He said that he said a couple of times on WCW. I'm the kind of guy, if I lose a bet, if I lose a bet, you're going to pay me my money. Yeah. If you, if I lose, uh, if you lose, a, uh, if you lose a bet, if you lose a bet to me, you're going to pay me my money. If I lose a bet to you, yeah. Tell them, animal. <laughs> or they, and then they'd bounce. I love that they'd always bounce off each other. Like, tell them, Hawker. You know, uh, tell them, Paul. Paul Ellering. <laughs> Precious man, Paul. That, that, man, it's, it's hard to believe. It. The Roll Warriors. Both of them are gone. Only, yeah. Paul, only, only Paul's left now. Greatest tag team yeah. ever, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of guys today like the Yum Bucks that have done some totally amazing with te- not only tag team wrestling, but because of how good they are. And like, I guess you'll say the click that they formed with like Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes, it started a whole new company, a whole new experience for, you know, these kids that are wrestling fans growing up to maybe get something of what we had when we were younger, when there yeah. was competition, not just raw and SmackDown. You guys are going to act like you're different companies, but even though you're on each other's shows all fucking week. <laughs> yep. I don't get that shit, you know? Yeah. But it, it's it the hands barbarian. down. Barbarian. Uh, oh, yeah. Powers of Pain. The Barbarian of pain. and the Warlord. That was it. Yeah. I think the only thing about that, the only thing that was holding that team back, they had no charisma. No. At all. <laughs> no, no. They did. That's why they brought in Mr. Fuji. I mean, they straight went to the past in the time machine, brought them motherfuckers back. <laughs> like, I mean, but those were some big. I mean, those were some big dudes. I mean, those were two big dudes that were standing next to the World War Road Warriors, and be like, "Hey, they made them they made the little Road Warriors like." Look I even said they made them look like like regular people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Next to them, the, the barbarian and, and the warlord. No, yeah, the warlord. That was yeah. his name. Yeah, barbarian. Warlord, warlord and the barbarian powers but of they, pain. But they're still going at it too, man. Neither, neither one or neither, neither the two had any charisma. I mean, if it's just been one person, if just one of them had charisma, something to carry along with with it, but they didn't. Neither one of them had it. The only yeah. thing that kept them was a, was a, was a was a manager like Mister Fuji, or when they came to WCW, they it was with, they were with Gary Hart. Was his name Jimmy Hart? Gary, Jimmy Hart? No, 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 no. The guy who, who he. Was it the Gary mouth of South, Cor- baby. Corey, Corey Hart. Corey Hart or Gary? No, no Gary Hart. Gary Hart. No, Gary Hart was WCW. Manager of, and yeah, stuff. And, he, and he also he also managed uh, Abdullah the Butcher. Remember? Yeah, I do remember, remember that. G- Gary Hart. He was he was uh, he was a power to pain manager for a while at WCW. Gary Hart was the shit, man. Yeah. I got a uh, great Kabuki man. He managed him. Managed yeah. a lot of, a lot of people. And actually, before he passed, he did a. Uh, he did some work with MLW when they were in their early years, like the early, early mid 2000s, something like that. Uh, Gary Hart was doing stuff with them. Who's your favorite manager of all time? Oh man. Bobby the brain. I'm, I'm about to say Bobby the brain, but I'm, I'm trying to think of everybody else before I say him. And, but, but, but right now, I mean, 
Bobby Craig Heenan's got it. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of everybody else. There's a lot but of good ones, but dude, Bobby <laughs> checks every box, dude. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. I, I, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying Just to like think. classy Freddie Blassie. Yeah. Checks every box. Yeah. Yep. Dude, Bobby was the type of performer. You wanted him to take some bumps in the ring. He was great oh, yeah. at it. He was so quick-witted. Like, his commentary was the best. Just being a manager and, like, doing, like, the, you know, the typical dirty heel shit, you know? Like, salt in the eyes. S- swipe your feet while the rest are looking <laughs> yep. or somewhere. Yeah. You know, he yeah. cost the Warriors the foreign the object. title, right? Yep. Was that against Rick Rude? And he fucking, he held on the Warriors. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I yeah, love yeah. those boots, those black boots he wore with all the little different color warrior. <laughs> I'm a mark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Remember when when, when Warrior beat Rude though in yeah. record time? No, 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 no. Honky tonk, honky tonk. Yeah, to yeah win he the beat belt. him in like record time. Yep. <laughs> the music was still playing. Yeah, the gorilla, gorilla plush, and that was it. But, hey, but Warrior was so blown up the whole time. <laughs> He was blown up before he got to the fucking <laughs> ring, dude. Like he saw how far it was like, oh fuck. So he was running from the hotel room down to the ring when it was almost his time for to go to the match. They didn't even he wasn't even backstage. They just called him up on his old hotel room. Yeah, room 323, warrior, your match is on. Somebody talking about me and how I was blown up when this was not even true. Oh man. He'll drop in too. You gotta watch out. <laughs> so Kevin, what do you what are you watching nowadays? Is there anything that piques your interest nowadays? Well, I try to watch WWE, but it they kind of mm, uh stanky. Yeah, I mean, how many I just I just I don't even know what to say about See, I don't I'm just like it good. <laughs> I, I, I just turn the TV and I, I turn TV on and I'm like, hmm. Let me, let me try to watch it for one time. Maybe something might interest me. Let me check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Disgusting <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah. AEW is good. AEW yeah. wrestling. That's, that's, yep. I, I like that. It's, 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 they market it so well. And, it's, and to me, it's exactly how they market it. It's a wrestling show made by wrestlers <laughs> who are also fans for the fans, you know? Yeah, and there's a lot of people, and people can not like it. You know, they can. Everybody's entitled to their own. It reminds opinion. me. Of, it reminds me of ECW, but but uh, but uh, a little bit more promo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. I like that. You know, with a little with a look, it's a little bit more. Cause one a little more that, chic on it. You know, a little yeah, more shine, polish. ECW was was awesome, but they they production was they they they, they, they you know what I mean. <laughs> Whenever you're doing a, a wrestling match and, and you professional wrestlers and you doing a wrestling match in the mall. (laughs) (laughs) The bingo hall, man. Come on, Kevin. Yeah. I'm throwing everybody on the fucking bus on this episode. (laughs) Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, whoever, I mean, the way it was, they had the right idea, but it was, it was just ran wrong. Oh, Paul Heyman, man. I thought it was, I thought it was a damn shame what happened with ECW. Yeah, because I, I think they could have they could have really went they could have really went to sky high with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Vince was funding them too for for a few years. You know, they were making appearances on uh, their TV every once in a while. And do I think he did the same thing with like Smoky Mountain though? He because uh, that was Cornette's shit, and he fucking he was Vince was forking out money for that. And you know, I mean, Undertaker went and wrestled a fucking match in Smoky Mountain. 
You know, you think that shit would happen now? Like, oh, we're going to let the taker go down the fucking, wait a minute, there is no more competition because we bought it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, my be- the best advice I can give anybody who- who's starting, don't let, don't let Vince get nowhere near your Anything. production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he'll throw his people in there, he'll throw some money in there, and the next thing you know, it's like, he owns it like damn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, and then he's putting it back out once it's dead, like he did with ECW, and it was uh, just oh, steaming pile of shit, drizzling <laughs> shits. <Yeah. laughs> it's so oh, drizzle. Okay, look at one that one thing. Well, they had the Undertaker when he. I remember, remember they had uh, they had they had uh, Undertaker. They had Big Boss Man. They had Farouk. All the they called that the the Ministry of Darkness. Ministry of Darkness was cool. But it corporate ministry, a, a, a when they turned into corporate ministry, yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that went down. It started going yeah. downhill. I heard a story. Uh, I actually just found this out not too long ago. That actually back in the day, they they were looking at Christopher Daniels to be revealed as the leader of the corporate ministry, and then you know Vince probably looked at him and was like, "Oh, he's too fucking small." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And, <laughs> I'll just do it. If you can't do it, I, I got to do it. I should do it. Yeah. But Vince, is, Vince should be the leader. <laughs> I should be the undertaker. <laughs> no chance in hell. <laughs> do, what about do. that old ass video from the wrestling album or whatever? Remember, he's like on stage yeah. dancing. He's all like <laughs> <all> 80s <laughs> as hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Good shit. Yeah, that- so, Kevin, as we, as we wind down here mm-hmm. real quick, I, I want to get a couple things from you. All-time favorite tag team. Favorite tag team. That's best tag team. Road Warriors. Fair my enough. Favorites. My favorites. Is, I mean, it's 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 a it's a three-way tie. Road Warriors, Harlem Heat, and Bradshaw and Farouk. The acolytes. Nice. The acolytes. Okay. It's, it's like a three-way tie right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to really because because now I'm starting to now I'm starting to really now my 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 brain I'm starting to really jog back. Thinking about the Midnight Express, but they wouldn't. Nah, they were they were they were just good right during, during that certain time. Uh, who else? Good at that time. Heart Foundation. How can, oh, how could I not not even think about the Heart Foundation? Red Hitman, Red Hitman, and, and Jim the Anvil. Yeah, Jim the Anvil, a great tag team, man. Yeah, but I still would say the World Warrior, the World Warriors were the team of all. Who's your favorite singles competitor of all time? My favorite, oh, Ric Flair. <laughs> See, Ric Flair was my hey, I, hey, I, I was, I was, I was brought into this, into this background, listening to Ric Flair, and I would, and I would leave out listening to Ric Flair. <laughs> I like that. I can respect that. Heck, heck yeah, man. Hey, I mean, that's without a doubt. And everybody, when all the kids, gotta remember, I was a kid back. I was, I was, seventies and eighties, high school, eighties and eighties. Mid eighties, mid eighties, and late eighties to high school, and I was that kid that everybody was was going around talking about he's saying your prayers, eating your vitamins, and Hulkamania. This and that. I was sitting over there going, "Woo!" <laughs> 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 style and profile. <laughs> yes, dude, you gonna do oh, yeah. stretch all that, <laughs> man? Hey, man. Ric Flair, I I got to the whole time when when the horsemen were our horses. I was I was a big horseman fan, and Ric Flair and a horseman. It, 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 he really is. I mean, I, I'm a huge Hogan Mark man. I mean, you know, there was it was the time I got brought in 
to the business and made aware was because of him. But, you know, I'd have to agree with you, dude. I mean, and especially now it, it, you look at so much shit that Ric Flair has done and influenced, and it's almost like he does get the credit, but he yeah. doesn't at the same time, if that makes sense. You know, like everybody's yeah. always like Hogan, Hogan, dude, Ric Flair. I mean, you got guys like Stone Cold and The Undertaker. Ask him who the who the best ever was. Oh, man. I got to tell you that it was the, the nature boy. <laughs> 16 oh, time. Hey. 16. 16. Hey, about his, his favorite movie. Throw him into the turnbuckle. He flips over, runs to the other <laughs> ring. <laughs> I love that. And then he'd eat, eat a clothesline he, or a boot. He never, he yep. never, I've never seen, no, one time I did see it. It, it, it landed one time. But all every time, like about uh, a thousand times, he did that and, and get caught with like a, a fist or clothesline or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I said, you see that move, like, uh oh, it, the tie about to change now. And then the delayed bump. Start losing. Boom. <laughs> there it goes. I do. I'd always love the pump about 30 seconds later after getting hit. <laughs> it's the cheesiest move ever, but you know, he'd always, someone would start beating up on him real bad and he'd get down on his knees and be like, no, no. And then, like, like get up real quick, like a nice thumb yeah. to the eye, like flick mm. to the eye. It's just like yeah. some dastardly no, no, no. shit. No, how about I this love one? it. How about this one? When he's he's in the he's in the uh, heated argument with the referee, he like he pushes the referee, and the referee pushes him, and he falls he falls on his back. Yeah, takes the bump. <laughs> a little a little a little skinny referee pushes him, and he falls back on his back. Puts over the ref, <laughs> right? <laughs> or his faults too. That one where he just he steps one foot back. Oh yeah, and those and then, yeah. <laughs> the delayed the delayed bump. And that was I mean he did a lot. I, I know I know you said Hogan with the guy and all, but Hogan matches. I to get in time. Formulaic. This stuff, stuff was all, I mean, he'll, be getting, he'll, he'll start off, he'll be winning for like the first two minutes. And then next thing you know, he's the whole match. He's getting, he get his, he get his ass beat. Just his tongue hanging out. He's, he got no wind in him. And then they he's said, the OG and John this, Cena. And this is when you, this is when you know the match is about to be over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see that like this? Yep, the arm. <laughs> when you see that happen, when, when, when it Okay, okay, all right. Okay, the match about to end right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he dude, he was Give up. you <laughs> yeah, you, every, you everybody did that too when he came back, you know, when he became Hulkamania again, yeah. like 2002. He'd, yep. he'd do the thing in the setup, you. everybody knew it was coming. Like it was like we didn't go, forget. Go we just, <laughs> and it was still oh, just yeah, so good. Oh, if you hit him with a chair or what when he's when he's like this, I'm <laughs> doing that right there. I don't care, man. You can hit him with a, a, a baseball bat or whatever. It, no, he's just going to turn up. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so intense back in the day, dude. He, yeah, was, he so was jacked and he was tanner than a hot dog, you know? <laughs> God damn. And he just, the intensity, his promos, man. You could tell like him and Matra, man, when they were kind of promos together, like, I don't know who had the bigger pile of Coke in their fucking locker room. <laughs> <laughs> <Macho> <laughs> Brother, you know what cracked me up, man? Yeah. Like, like when Rick, when Rick Flair about to lose, he's he's got the guy beating him up, and he got he's about to lose. I mean, he never wins the match. He hardly ever wins the match by himself in there. You know, double A or somebody's gonna run down to the ring. Woman, woman. <laughs> I remember WCW would throw the high heel <laughs> shoe. Or he can reach down and pull out some brass knuckles and do, and he throws yeah, them. tights. I'm like, damn man, you got his dick I'm stink like, all I'm over like, that. Dude, I'm like, yeah, you, you were carrying brass, brass knuckles in your, your drawers on. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh shit! It's match. caught up in my dick. Hold on. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. How about when mankind reach in for Mister Sacco, 
at the home a whole match in their foot twice. So, oh. Just Ooh. dripping. <laughs> yeah, you probably would start match. tripping from the drip. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And he looked the fuck up. Did you see that? <laughs> no, can you imagine me and the other wrestler on the other other end that's about to get them in the soccer like knowing you're gonna oh. take it that night too? Like, <laughs> no, I don't wanna. No, I, I, I mean, quit for real. <laughs> take a fucking soccer is disgusting. At least it seemed like over the years, once he really stopped wrestling, he would just bring a fresh sock. Oh yeah, <laughs> he would have it in a pocket this time instead of it was just junk. Oh, junk. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like Nakazawa's undies. Michael Nakazawa, he's like on BTE this week. He's like, I got to take a shit. <laughs> Man, I can, I can, I can see like before before the event card comes out. Okay, you're gonna be going against mankind. Oh man, no, man. <laughs> man, oh, man, no, man. I, I changed the sort last week, man. Not, not this week. <laughs> oh, yes, it's gonna happen. You're gonna take that dirty sock from his yeah. crotch. You're gonna suck it. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Sarko, man. Hey, I mean, after the whole match, this dude, I mean, he's a big guy. You know he's going to be sweating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and dude. then he pulls that sock out like that. <laughs> 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 so, Kevin, uh, real quick here before we end, man. Um, is there anything else on AEW? Do you watch anything on YouTube? I'm just, I'm curious because I like to kind of gauge where people are at as far as like especially like a fan like yourself old school fan that may have got jaded Mm -hmm. a long time ago you know after the ecw and wcw got bought out and then you're forced to watch you know what became wwe which is unfortunately a really stale product now don't get me wrong you have like two good things going on today in this day and age but that for a company that's as big as they are and the amount of talent they have on the roster I'm sorry, that ain't good enough, you know, and that's that's just the cold hard facts. Have you has AEW? I guess my question is, has AEW or anything else that you've seen newer kind of really that um, New Japan? New Japan, you've been watching some of yeah. that, okay? I, I try to I try to catch you know, but yeah, that that excuse me, that's that's a that's a that's they put on a good show there. I like oh, yeah. I like the, I like their style of wrestling and all too. Oh, here's here's one. What's your favorite finishing move? Oh man, that's a tough one, dude. Best finish the deep. What, what, what would you what would you call the, the best finishing move? All mine's, the mine's diamond cutter. Is it the what? diamond cutter or DDT or diamond cutter? Which is yeah. Okay. All right. All right. What are those two? That's Go all. Ahead. That's the RKO too. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say, Bodie? <laughs> um, personally, I like the. Uh, it's a tie the burning hammer or the egyptian destroyer Ooh. <laughs> so i love the burning hammer uh bobby rude used to do that he did that yeah. impact a lot and then uh the egyptian destroyer is the canadian off the top rope i just think that's one of the sickest moves like how yeah. can you kick out of that like i uh can't i think i might have to go with threaten on this one and this it's it's old school but it, Dude, DDT, man. DDT. I did that to a motherfucker in a real fight in the school. <laughs> You're going to kill him. It'll end it quick. DDT and then run out the, then run out the door. Dude, on the basketball <laughs> court, too, man. <laughs> Shit was hard. Uh, he did the all Jake the Snake. Dude, oh, I did man. hit the back. I didn't do the throw. I was like, I sent him down with the slap on the back. You oh, know? you did the, oh, oh man. Yep. Where's the snake? Yep. 
if you want to if you want to go the power and simplicity of old school uh you mentioned it kevin earlier about like dusty's elbow that was uh macho man's elbow was also one of my favorite and that's why i get so excited because warhorse does his his flying elbow finisher is pretty pretty it's like it's one of my favorite modern day finishers it's awesome poetry emotion and it was awesome when macho man did it too just a simple elbow yeah, from that velocity, you know, up on top, too. And a lot of times when we drop it, it seemed like he'd either drop it directly, like in the sternum or fucking on a throat, both places that you don't want, like, one of the hardest parts of your body. Fucking right. I, like, I, just, I, I like that. I like that. With Chris, Chris Benoit, when he had that blind headbutt. Oh, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, man. The, the uh, what was he, it? I mean, he, goes, he, to... he, he jumps all, all the way across the ring and, and do that. Almost. That's yeah, probably that's a huge frog him up real bad. <laughs> Eat his fucking brains up, you know. I, I he probably got I mean, a Bam concussion Bam every time. <laughs> Bam Bam Bigelow did that also. Yeah, Bam Bam and Bam Bam. He's not. I don't think gets a lot of credit for as big and athletic as he was, and he was yeah. really good. I think he got revitalized once he went to like ECW yeah. and did some shit with Taz, and then where they were going through the fucking stage. And here's one. Time. Here's one. Okay, you like the DDT? Who planted the DDT better? Arn Anderson or Jake the Snake? Uh, I'm I'm gonna say Jake. Arn Arn was damn good too, man. But I gotta go with the with the originator. I got I I just I got to. Yeah, I mean he's the original. I'm I'm a I'm I'm the exact opposite. I'm not just because he's a horseman. <laughs> yeah, but, that's probably why. <laughs> but Arn Arn puts like I mean he, he put like, I mean it's like when he we throw that DDT on I mean. It, you like you feel it when you you just watch it and feel it like damn man you like do like this with like I mean he put his he put us his whole weight and everything into it. He was he was a guy I remember when he retired because of his neck. Um, yeah, it was a sad day because I was never like a huge huge like oh my God Arn Anderson's on the TV, but I always had that respect even as a kid because like you said the way he would deliver moves, uh, you know he's of and course everybody knows buster. that spine, spine buster, buster yeah too. Awesome. Still to this day, I mean, he's got a big old pop belly and it kind of rolls off after he delivers it once in a blue moon. But, hey, at least he still does it, you know? And I like the idea of him being Cody's uh, manager in AEW. Um, It's pretty cool. It's a little weird considering that he was a horseman and, you know, how how much blood there was between Dusty and the horseman back in the day. And now he's mentoring Dusty's son, essentially. Yeah. So... That's crap. I'm still waiting on a heel turn at some point. Maybe him and Tully, because they're both in AEW, you know? True. That's It'll true. happen. But uh, what would you say is it about AEW that really, really gets you as a, a fan? Because I, I think it's, I think a lot of what they do caters to, like they say, the wrestling fan, you know, the nostalgia factor, bringing in um, old school cats and, in my opinion, using them in a correct manner, so to speak. Like, dude, you're not going to bring in Arn and Tully and be like, yeah, we're going to get the geriatric fucking brain busters back together. <laughs> Give them a yeah. run, you know, yeah. like. And, and and going against, I mean, all, with all due respect, but they're not going to come in there winning, not coming in there winning the, the world tag team titles and all that and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> but at the same time, out of respect, they're not going to take them out easy. Right. I, I like that. That's pretty good. That's pretty, that's, that's, I think I think that's pretty good. What do you think it is though about like AEW? Like just out of curiosity, that really draws you in. Is is it the it, fact that it you see me, the old names? It reminds me of the old way of, of wrestling 
It reminds me of old WCW before the NWO, before the NWO jumped in there. Right. Back when it was, back when, when they had, when the horsemen ruled, when it kind of remind me of both, both, both them and the old school WWE, WWF and, and, and WCW. Before mm-hmm. it got all, before it got all flashy and Hollywood, right? You know before I mean? it became like this giant production. And don't get me wrong, AEW is still well produced, but it's not super over the top. Where I, you know, I just watched yeah. Survivor Series this past weekend, and dude, all the lasers and everything it looked like it was at a fucking rave, man. Like <laughs> they're not having like a like a what, what's what's old boy Bray Wyatt in a in a in a match in, in a, in somebody's house. Some somebody's crib and all. <laughs> you know what? What was that? Was that that was a couple years ago when he when he bought somebody at, at started in somebody's house. Randy uh, Orton. House. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. I mean, wrestling is a soap opera, but uh, you know, I do think that WWE tends to take it a a little they, too far into that realm. They make, you know? they make it. They're trying to make it look like like some like too Hollywood. Hence the term well, sports entertainment, you know, it's, it's yeah. professional wrestling. Let's, let's kind of get it back to the roots, you know, and I think AEW does a good job and some other promotions, man, that you should check out like MLW. They're on YouTube. Uh, they have a new show. Well, not new, but uh, they just came back. They just restarted. It's called MLW fusion. I think that's something you could really get a board on because like, do they even got like, I watched this new one. They've got like the kind of smoky filled arena feel like that. The, you know, old WCCW and NWA. Oh, yeah, would yeah. Have. And yeah. they got a lot. Dude, the Von Eric boys are there, you know, former guests oh. of the show. Kevin's there. Uh, his two sons are wrestling. They, they got a lot of fucking old school and new school talent and like the strong style Lucha Libre. Um, hmm. A little bit of everything, man. I think that's some you should check into as well. Cause it's, it's for one, it's fucking free. And if you're looking for good wrestling shit, that's what a lot of people don't get. And what we try to stress all the time on this show is it's not just WWE. People have been led to believe that for 20 fucking years now, you know, and yeah. there is so much more out there. Like you don't have yeah. to be that jaded fan anymore. If, if wrestling was something that you truly loved and it's a passion of yours and you like watching or just being involved with in any capacity, you could still do it. It's still cool. You know, it's not, you don't have to go into hiding and like, kind of like wrestling. Don't tell anybody about it. You know, like it ain't like that anymore, at least in my opinion, because there's a lot of cool shit. Yeah. Do you still have the hokey fucking Kmart Toys R Us bullshit sports entertainment? Yeah, you do, but you don't have to watch it. You don't have to. Yeah, true, true. So next time we talk, Kevin, but here you're watching some MLW, some more New Japan Pro Wrestling, some AEW, hook you up with some good independent promotions. But you're all the way down in Georgia now, man. So Impact. What the hell? Yeah. Impact. Impact's good. Impact. TNA. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh Tuesday nights on Access TV. They've been they've been killing it. I just I hope they get a crowd back. <laughs> I hope someday <laughs> we can have crowds again. <laughs> Lord knows. Um so, Kevin, in closing here, man, is there anything you want to say before we uh, get ready to cut out here? Or? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, you could tell Stratton's right fucking ugly. You know, <laughs> no. tell me I'll put him in a headlock. No. Nah. Right now, I mean, it's, it's hey, um, it, 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 this was nice. You know, sitting and talk, talk, talk about some wrestling, talk about some, um, talk about old school wrestling. I mean, because that's really where, I, well, you know, the era that I came from watching, watching it. I mean, I haven't watched the new school, but I came out, I came out, 
Yeah, it's it's good. And we love having guys yeah. like you on here to be able to talk that. I mean, that's that's what this show is all about. You know, it's a show for the people by the motherfucking people. And yeah. to be able to share your stories and stuff with, with the world, because we do have a worldwide audience. Uh, it's really cool, man. And that's what it's about being, you know, I hope you felt comfortable and had a good time just coming on and uh, shooting the shit with the uh, three Gee. motherfuckers who love professional wrestling. Well, two and a half Yo, so learning. <laughs> training wheels <laughs> all right about to put some training rails when i ride his ass hard later um <laughs> well kevin brothers i appreciate you coming on here man if there's any time you want to do this again let's absolutely do it if there you know you get anything on your mind like, oh shit you know we didn't address this or i got some old shit or you know we're looking to do a lot of different things content wise too as far as like watch alongs, you know, maybe go back and watch some of that old school shit and kind of give, you know, commentary if you're down for that. Um, man, it, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think, uh, you know, be some that you might be like, man, you know, these motherfuckers are on to something here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that's sound like fun. Hell yeah, brother. It, I mean, this, I'm, honestly, I'm going to let you, I'm let, well, you already know about it. Um, just, but I don't know if the, the other two, you guys don't know. You know, I, I suffered. I suffered a, a stroke back in, and I have when, a, when February, back in February. Okay. And ever since then, I, I, I've ah, hold on. It's okay. When I when I'm when I'm rolling through and I'm and I'm feeling relaxed and everything, yeah, uh, I can I can roll my my speech and everything out. But whenever I I feel uncomfortable or if I get too excited and all. Forgive me a little bit. I kind of, you know, start stuttering like the way I do, like I did right now. I don't know if I did that any time tonight, but uh, just okay, cool, good, good. It means I'm getting better. I'm getting yeah, better. dude, that's good. <laughs> like that's awesome. I, man. Yeah, I talked to you. Uh, it was a week or so ago, and I was like, man, like you sound good, dude. You sound really good. Like I, good. I, there's barely, I could barely tell the difference from when <laughs> you know we first met and I started talking to you, man. So. Okay. And if this, you know, I hope this is something that can kind of help you and, like you said, get you more comfortable and uh, adjust and uh, feel better, man. Just really feel good to talk about wrestling, talk about old school wrestling and shoot the, shoot the shit with it and all and all, you know. Oh, yeah. Man. Talk about like, like wow, how the heck do we do we fall for that stuff back in the early, early 90s? 50 dudes in one ring, one guy swings down and and just takes everybody out. <laughs> everybody. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. The fucking shit happens sometimes, man. Yep. Sometimes there you gotta be one against many. True. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you guys for fucking tuning in. We fucking love you. Keep supporting us. Keep being passionate wrestling fans like Kevin and and don't forget there is always more out there. You just you might have to look a little bit. Same thing as music, which by the way, check out the new macabre album Carnival of Killers. It's pretty awesome. Yes, it from rules. Chicago, some of our old school homies. Rules. Joel Ball yes. is his name is my favorite too. <laughs> Joel Ball. Joel Ball is his name. Anyways, Ball was his name. Follow us on social oh, media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Download our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to subscribe on YouTube. And until next time, wet them up, wet them up, wet them up, wet them up. That's right, you better get wet for the Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast. Wet them up.
You gonna do sex to me? Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile. Empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days. One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by T-Mobile.com.